Hello and welcome to Bike Tales. For this episode, I'm back alongside Ottawa's famous waterway, the Rideau Canal, attending an event that marks the opening of the summer season of active travel openings on Ottawa's parkways. When I first arrived in the city, cycling on a wide, tarmacked road which was free from cars was a huge novelty, something I shared in photos with friends and family in the UK. But I've come to learn that there's competition for these spaces and a debate is raging about their future. The Rideau Canal is bordered by multi-use paths and also by roads known as parkways, which are mainly used by cars. These north-south transport routes are unique to the national capital region because they aren't managed by the city, but instead fall under the governance of an organisation called the National Capital Commission. The National Capital Commission is a body that's entrusted with protecting the region and making it as beautiful as possible. And so throughout the region, both on the Ontario side and the Quebec side, we've got these long, beautiful parkways. Starting in the 1960s, the NCC established these parkways in order to allow people more access to the green spaces and waterways of the region. That's the voice of Neil Saravanamutu. He knows the parkways well because he's working to ensure a greener future for them. But we'll find out a bit more about that in a moment. As well as creating the parkways, the NCC also came up with the idea of turning the Rideau Canal into a massive skateway every year. They created the multi-use paths, which are Ottawa's main active travel routes, and they started opening up the streets under their control to active travel at weekends – long before many other cities started to do the same. We've been doing these open parkways in the Ottawa-Gatineau region for about about 50 years now. And in fact, Ottawa-Gatineau was the first place in the world that actually did this. So the NCC was a real leader and it's been followed up throughout the world. We hear about stories about open streets from places like Colombia, Bogota, and so many other examples around the world that have picked up on this idea. In a sense, it all started here in Ottawa. Though the parkways were open for limited windows at weekends prior to 2020, when the pandemic hit, there was a great need for more outdoor space where people could socially distance and exercise. Catherine McKenney is a city councillor who's speaking at the event I'm at today. The first thing people asked for was space. They wanted space in our cities. They wanted space. They wanted wider sidewalks. They wanted less parking, more place to walk, more place to cycle. They wanted streets and driveways and roadways open for people. The NCC responded quickly and expanded the active travel openings on the parkways from Sunday mornings to all weekend, whilst providing all-day opening on Queen Elizabeth Driveway and then switching to Colonel By Driveway later in the summer. The NCC realised that people needed more space to get out and quite frankly, opening up the streets was the only way to do that. And so the NCC stepped forward They took a parkway like the Queen Elizabeth driveway where we are today. They said, look, we are just going to reserve this for active users only. It was from 8 in the morning, I believe, till 8 in the evening. It was a a huge success. During the two pandemic summers that the NCC did this, the Queen Elizabeth driveway was getting about 5,000 active users a day. Every single day, 5,000 people. Just staggering. No one's actually stopped to count the number of cars that go by in a day, but I can tell you, it's a lot a lot less than that. Not all cities were so lucky. 
Neil's wife Kim says that access to the parkways really helped get Ottawa residents through the trials of the last couple of years. I think one thing the pandemic really taught us is how precious our public spaces are for active use and we were really pressed for space. Ottawa not too bad, Toronto was a mess. As with most cities, many people in Ottawa live in apartments or have very small backyards. And so during the pandemic, they came out to roll, ride or walk on these linear spaces, enjoying the fresh air and the opportunity for safe social interaction. The extended openings were only supposed to be in place during the pandemic, but after two summers of active travel freedom, the genie was out of the bottle and people started to see how different a city could be when you don't surrender so much public space to private vehicles. My name is Erin Marr. This time last year, Queen Elizabeth Driveway was open for people and I started bringing my daughter, who was three at the time, we just got a bike seat, and I started bringing her over here to see how cities could look like without cars and how people could get around. And um, we also have this lovely book at home called Cycle City, which is essentially a book about a cycle city where there aren't any cars and how people travel around and enjoy their space. So I wasn't really into this before but then I started seeing like the parallels between that children's book and sort of this Queen Elizabeth driveway project and I just kind of couldn't stop thinking about it after that. Erin's experience on the parkways during the pandemic awoke a memory of her life before kids. We lived in Germany my husband and I pre-kids and we just started you know noticing how they live their life differently there and for example like biking and cycling is a very normal thing to do there's trails sort of throughout all the towns train lines connect to pathways that connect to town squares it's very pedestrian friendly so i think when we came back although not really realizing it we started kind of going wait a second here it's you know what we have is pretty good in ottawa but you know we still have quite a lot of car infrastructure that sort of impedes like a really high quality way of life like you see in germany they really enjoy life there and it's sort of centers on, I feel like, their transportation and their amazing options that get people in trains and get people in cars and move them around their towns and cities very efficiently. Erin's thoughts about the children's book and the quality of life in Germany kept nagging her. But as a busy mum, she needed support to turn her idea into a campaign. Neil and I connected at some point last summer and he's like the real engine behind the whole operation. Since then, we've got a team together and forming parkways for people and just trying to encourage this kind of thing to happen, you know, more permanently and more extensively throughout Ottawa. Erin and Neil together form Parkways for People, a group that wants to ensure a greener and more sustainable future for these precious pieces of land. We see ourselves as helping the NCC deliver on its mandate. And its mandate is really to transform these parkways to allow for greater access by people to the green spaces and the waterways. And in fact, what's interesting is the term Parkways for People is actually a term that the NCC came up with themselves. And so we were quite happy to use that term because really we see our role as helping the NCC move forward faster. You know, if you think back to the 1960s, when the NCC wanted to encourage people to get out and see the green spaces and the waterways of the region, the way that we did it was by car, right? But fast forward to today, and that's no longer the preferred choice of travel. Parkways for People run social media accounts and hold events with guest speakers and community rides such as this one I'm at today as a show of support for the opening of the parkways. Regular discussions with the public bring new ideas to the fore, sometimes born out of frustration when this year the NCC decided not to open both sides of the canal for active travel. Colonel By Drive and Queen Elizabeth Driveway 
are parkways that are on the side of the Rideau Canal. On the, the east side, we have Colonel Bai Drive. So Colonel Bai has been part of these weekend closures for a very long time. Unusually, this year, Colonel Bai is not currently part of that closure. Now, not surprisingly, there's a number of people that said, hey, wait a minute, we actually love Colonel Bai, both for recreation, but also because it is this fantastic transportation route. You know, you can go from one end of it to the other, about 6, 7K, and it connects the downtown core with some of the southern regions of the city. So it's, it's a really, really useful transportation link. And so there's been a lot of talk about, should this, could this, be an active transportation corridor. You know, that's an idea that, that groups like ours love and support very strongly. We would love to see it happen as soon as possible. It's a pretty big change, and as we know, change takes time. The MP for Ottawa, Yassir Nakfi, has backed proposals for a reimagining of the parkway spaces along the canal. Although which side is reserved for active travel and which for cars might still have to be fought out amicably by the respective councillors. I'm of the, of the view, and I think my councillor friends agree with me, firmly, firmly believe that we don't need cars on both sides of the canal. That one, one, of, one of the side of the parkway <laughs> has to be for active transportation. The other could be just for, for cars. Um, we can debate, we can quibble which side is better than the other. I kind of feel... My side. I, uh, <laughs> I, I kind of feel Colonel Bay is better than Queen Elizabeth Drive. But you know what? That's a good argument to have as long as we can agree that one side should be for active transportation only, and that's what we are working towards. Councillors representing the wards in the centre of Ottawa all seem to be agreed on the benefits of spaces like these. Here's Catherine McKenney from Somerset Ward again. Getting people onto bikes and walking helps in the, the challenge for climate change. It puts people on their bikes, gets them walking. But the key thing this does, it connects us. I was out of my car this morning. For one hour, I did not see one person I knew. I took my bike out for an hour today and I ran into four people just on the way here. And I walked this morning, my dog, and I saw about 18 people I know. So we can connect with each other when we're walking, when we're cycling, when we're out together and when we're safe. And that's what this helps to accomplish in the city. Keeping the parkways open for people in preference to cars isn't just about the environment or healthy living or communities, though all of these are great benefits. There's also a big transportation shift coming that many cities are struggling to deal with. We're seeing this explosion in e-bikes and in e-scooters, some of which can travel quite quickly. And the question is, where do they belong in this whole schema of transportation, right? If we look into the future, it's pretty clear that we're going to have to make more space for these different modes of self-propelled or electric-propelled vehicles. The NCC are not resistant to change, but they have a delicate balancing act to carry out under the spotlight of Canada's capital city. The North American continent is famously car-centric. It's taken 50 years of an evolution which the NCC started to get this far with cycling in Ottawa. 50 years during which we have seen an explosion of vehicles on our roads, an increase in injuries and deaths and a growing awareness of the environmental damage motors cause. It's a brave move to stand against the vehicular tide and vote for a greener future that Parkways for People are calling for. Will the leadership of the NCC have the courage to do it? Can they afford not to?
next time on Bike Tales. The bike blogger getting dads and kids to ride together. Pascal is the kind of person who always wants to help and who loves to gather people. He's motivated a lot of his friends, a lot of people in the community to cycle. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to follow along in your podcast app so you can be notified when the next episode drops and you can join the mailing list at storysolutions.net slash biketales. Bike Tales is written, produced and presented by me, Claire Mansell, at storysolutions.net.